727-22. I wanted to peel back the curtain a bit to start off with Real Pod and Scott and Todd this evening. Um, the way Todd and I sync up our audio every week is that we say a very common phrase. And invariably, every fucking week, Todd says, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> and I say my first line of the sync phrase. And he goes, oh, hang on. Well, no, no, I don't no. understand He's... why he says I'm ready if he is, in, in fact, not ready. Todd, come I... So I am ready. You say, are you ready? I say, yes. And then you jump into it. I assume you're going to be like, all right. And we're going. It's not, it's not the same. Do you need thing. a next to the camera countdown? Five, four, I do. Three, I need, I need you to count it off for me. However, this week it was a little bit more egregious because you literally said, I'm recording. So I went right into it because I, I, I thought you were, in I, fact... I a beat. I was drinking some uh, Diet Cola. Is it DC? Yeah. Is it DC? It looked like a DC can. Caffeine-free? It is a DC. Uh, no, fuck no. Caffeine-free. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was at Walgreens today. We're going to get into a topic. We actually have a topic tonight, so we'll get into that in just a minute, but I can see now. The T-Swift brand. Walgrizzle. I oh, was in Walgreens me. today picking up my prescription. Actually, I, go, I had to go there twice. I went during lunch and the drive-thru was closed. I had Stella in the car with me, so I couldn't go in. I said, you motherfuckers. So I had to go back again later in the day. And I was like, let so me you see normally, if I can. You normally hit the drive-thru? I've never gone through a drive prescription or pharmacy. Always hit the drive-thru. Unless it's closed, as it was today. So I went back this eve by myself, by my lonesome. On the way out, I was like, let sure, me see what kind of sure. prices they got on sodas. They had a reasonable sale going on. Three for six, that's $2 per two liter. Two liter. That's a dollar a liter. I said, I can splurge for that. Considering the prices of everything going up crazy as they are. I was like, that's actually not that bad. Here's the sure. problem, kids. They had every sort of regular soda that you can imagine, including Hawaiian Punch in a two liter, which I have not seen for a very mm, long time. Hawaiian Punch. The only I sugar-free could, soda they, they had. They never made a diet Hawaiian Punch, did they? I could go. I wish they had. Punch. God, that was fucking delicious. That used to be a pretty con- a, a, a staple for me back when I would buy two liters for myself, pre-bitus. Um, but the only sugar-free beverage they had was Diet Coke and caffeine-free Diet Coke, if you can believe that. Yeah. What were Nothing you planning else. on getting? I'm looking for a Coke Zero. I'm and looking for a DDP. Expect? Oh, well, I, expect, I expect very little selection, and that's what I found. I was just I could still be disappointed by it, which I was. Sure. I mean, if you want the other options, you got to go to the gross, though. On the way home, I stopped at Walmart, which was having a sale, including several two liters. that background noise. That's right. Including several two liters for a dollar. I'm going to be eating my dinner for the next five, ten minutes. Todd is working on a woodworking project, apparently. No, I'm not. I was putting up my notebook. I saw the pages flapping in the breeze, so... uh... I have I have a fan on. I don't think you can hear the fan. No. Um, in the background of my recording, but um, I thought you might hear the flippity flap of the uh, journal well, pages. Let me clarify. I'm also I can't hear it currently in my ear in my headphones. As you should when recording a podcast, record. you should get as many distractions going <laughs> as possible. Why pay a fucking attention to what you're doing? I'm paying attention. It's instrumental music. Very fun album by Mr. Sand Rivers. Sam Rivers. Uh, it's a p- 
precursor to his more free work. Uh. I would say this is a, a more adventurous hard bop album. A little outside, but mostly so, into pocket. And we will not talk about this for more you than You would recognize seconds, it as jazz music. It, it wouldn't okay. sound free jazzy to you. Okay. That's, that's all I know. Because you hear a lot of times about like post-punk, post-hardcore. But you so, never hear about pre-punk or pre-hardcore necessarily. Like you hear about the roots of those things, but you just said pre-jazz. No, no, I said free jazz. Oh, you did say free jazz. Okay. I, I was confused. It's, it's sort of, I think I said it's sort of, I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said it's sort of pre his freer work. So typically the, uh, the jazz timeline is like <laughs> Dixieland, bebop, uh, scat, probably cool. And then hard bop. I mean, some of these overlap. Um, hard bop and then free jazz, post bop, those get mixed up, and then fusion. Was it was it bebop or hard bop that teamed up with Rocksteady to fight the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I can't remember. <laughs> I, think, I, think I think it was it was bebop. bebop. <laughs> it was bebop. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, and then fusion. I I don't listen to fusion. And then. There's, I mean, there's a, a million sort of sub-genres, but that's kind of the timeline. I guess after, I don't know what 80s jazz is, just 80s. I mean, fusion kind of melds into second wave or third wave or tenth wave. Hang on. Hard what, was the, what was the one you said you don't listen to just now? Uh, fusion. I don't listen to fusion. What, what, what is that? Why is that? Is that uh, like Kenny G shit? Fusion is... No, oh god, no. That I don't count that as jazz, but um <clears throat> uh fusion is the mixing of jazz and rock typically. Oh. To reach a more commercial audience, although not always more commercial, but um Miles Davis played some fusion. There's a, Interesting. a bunch of I mean, a bunch of other uh Weather Report is kind of a famous fusion band which had people who played hard bop and then they switched over to fusion Um, so are there instruments in fusion that you would not see in other types of jazz not necessarily i mean typically as you like electric guitar like 60s into 70s i mean uh, there's always been guitar in jazz but um yeah there'll be more electric guitar like Carlos Less Santana classical. played like fusion with like jazz musicians. I'm not saying oh, your okay. typical uh, exposure to Carlos Santana is fusion. Some of it might be, but probably not. Um, it's not for anyone. No. But they'll play like, and this this is not just fusion. But as you move into the 70s, people are playing more like electric basses as opposed to like stand up bass. Um, a lot more synthesizer and and mm. like organ and shit. I mean, there's lots of organ before that, but I get, uh, probably more synthesizer, I'd say, is involved in fusion. Sometimes okay. strings, not always. Um, there's some, you know, some some <laughs> some people moved more Eastern, and they'd have like more Eastern type instruments like sitars. Sitar yeah. yeah, everybody's favorite, Shit like that. Ouds. I feel like it used to be if you could drop sitar into a conversation, people were like, "Whoa." Now it's like everybody knows what a fucking sitar is. Yeah. Just different uh, flutes of India and Asia. Stringed instruments. 
that that's that so a lot of some of the free jazz tends towards world music and then some of that is also melded back into fusion later or mixed but i don't i, I don't really get down uh, it'll have more of a rock drum beat sometimes i'm not i'm not really into fusion it's not my thing. All right, I'll give a shit. So let's go on to our first topic. Um, sure, let's do it. <clears throat> you mentioned this to me yesterday, and credit to myself, with a infant in the house, I was able to... Oh, you watched a whole hour of television. Within six yeah. hours. First of all, it was an hour 15. It was a 44-minute oh, episode. It was 44 minutes and then 30 minutes. So you oh, lied to me. The first one was 44? The first one was 44 yeah, minutes. Yeah, they're, they're about so you, minutes. you suggested to me that I watch the show. The second one's a cliffhanger, too. There's a, it's a two, at least a two-parter. At least a two-parter, if not an all-seasoner, if I may. Um, second, I, I feel like the second episode was better than the first. So just some classic characters in the okay. second episode. <laughs> but sorry. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So you suggested I watch a show called The Rehearsal on HBO, starring... Written by, directed by, executive produced by, as you would know if you watch the credits, because his name just keeps popping up. <laughs> what's what's the guy's name? Andrew something? Nathan Felder. Nathan Felder. Felder? Felder, I think. Either way. A Canadian... He had a show on Common Centr- Comedy Central. He did. Uh, a Canadian actor... I, th- I thought you might have seen it. I did not. A Canadian actor, comedian, writer, producer, etc. Felder, et sorry, not Felder. It is Felder, that's what I thought. So... You describe you describe this as an absurdist absurdist humor. Um, I just I want first of all I want you to talk so I can finish my kung pao beef bowl which I have for dinner here. Um, Ooh, is this a uh, Hello Fresh? It's an every plate variant of. But uh, yes, very good, very quick to make, and very tasty. It might lead me to trying kung pao at a, my local Asian restaurant next time I go to get it. Very excited about that. It's getting very adventurous with your cuisine. As opposed to my normal Kung Pao either chicken. orange <laughs> chicken or sweet and sour chicken, which is normally what I get, which is basically on the kid's meal. Chicken but I get nuggets. adult size. Yeah, but coated in deliciousness. So anyway. Yeah. Well, so it's, is yours come coated or do you dip it? Uh, no, it, it comes coated. Okay. The orange chicken is already coated. As is the broccoli. No, I, was t- I was talking about the uh, sweet and oh, sour. Oh, the one I make. Uh, sweet and sour, same way. Yeah. Okay. And they give you sauce, too. So the show is called The Rehearsal on HBO. Go check it out there. Two yes. ep- when, when did the episodes drop? Do you know what day of the week? Uh, they come out Sunday at 11, I think. Some like ridiculous time. I believe okay. it starts at 11. Fair enough. Who watches so TV two- live? Who cares? Right. No one. There's yes, only two episodes up. It premieres up. at 11 East Coast. So okay. 9 p.m. Mountain time for you. So as you're listening to this, go check out the first and second episode. And then tomorrow night or Monday morning, you can check out the third because this is uploaded until Saturday, typically. Um, so at the earliest. Anyway, so I, I, I want you to describe this show to people because I was talking with a coworker today about it. And I said, and she, she actually is a, a, has a degree in theater. Like she, she gets it. We talk about movies and TV no, but she's like the person I go to to talk about the ins and outs of movies and yeah. TV. And this is one of those shows that you can the really more, talk about the, the behind the scenes. Your stuff. Yes. So, like we were talking the, about Game of Thrones. It's called The Rehearsal. 
the host, yeah, Nathan Fielder, sets up the premise where he um, finds real people and helps them rehearse for different life moments that they are going that they are experiencing or going to experience. So the first episode, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, there's a gentleman who has a, a secret that he has been keeping from his friends, and he's uncomfortable telling the secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fielder helps him rehearse it by he hires actors that he interacts with. Actually, we are going to spoil it, so it doesn't matter. Um, so if you haven't listened, pause this, go watch it, and come back, and then, then right. you can hear Spoiler our- alert. Carry on. Epic breakdown. Anyway, he uh, so he hires actors to play the um, the gentleman's friends. He's part of a trivia group, and he has told them he has a master's degree when he actually, in fact, only has a bachelor's degree. First of all, who fucking big cares? deal? Yeah. <laughs> Which spoiler alert again? About this, the person he's worried about doesn't care either. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's. One of the reasons he's a, he's worried is the person he's trying to break it to who's not they describe he describes as sort of a grumpy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the word he uses, but basically um, has sent him different job postings that require a master's degree, and he's like, I can't apply for these. I'm not qualified. First of all, yes, you can. Like, of course, unless it's like <laughs> in like a doctor thing, like right. You professor can, or something. Yeah. You may not get the job, but you can certainly <laughs> apply for them. They don't have to know why you didn't get the job. Anyway. But uh so yeah, he <laughs> Fielder uh he's they play trivia in a bar and he um creates an exact lep- replica of the bar down to the uh floating balloon that's in the in the ceiling of the bar like mm-hmm. I mean the, I was I was talking to my friend about it. I was like the money he spends to create that is fucking insane. unreal <laughs> he's like yeah he actually like he's like he's using some of that uh um shit what's the game of thrones world westeros money oh uh, westeros money thing that he yeah. said to me but uh for sure yeah he, uh, he builds this replica i mean he used i would say he uses the production budget budget in a very effective way <laughs> and he does all this work for like i don't it's crazy he builds a a replica of the guy's apartment to rehearse talking to him about it. I don't know. I love this show. And I don't know what you thought of it. And the second episode was even better. So second episode premise. Well, hang on. For those who hang were... on. We'll get there okay, in a minute. Go ahead. <clears throat> so I will admit, I don't think she'll be too upset if I admit this to you. But about 20 minutes in, I paused it. <clears throat> and I, was, I, I watched it with Jamie. She's, she's into it. She likes it too. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she was like wait a minute so these this isn't like a mockumentary like the office style thing and i was like i was like well the guy core is the guy's think so. name core? i think he's a real guy core, the, the, yeah, the older real black people. guy i mean he's I mean, a real guy they, they'd never but i think both of them he's like have you have you heard of me before and they're like no i haven't because he core says yeah I'm, I'm into tv like that's his trivia strength and he's like oh have you heard of my show and he's like no i haven't seen it <laughs> right well if he knocked on my door i'd say that i mean until now i'd say the same thing i'd be like i've yeah, never yeah, yeah. seen you in my life but so that like kind of blew her mind she was like wait a minute so this is he's really doing spending a quarter million dollars on this set and 
hiring all these actors. HBO is, but yeah. Uh, of course, he's not out of his pocket, but you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. And so we kind of paused, and I mean, we, we literally had paused the show, and we kind of went back to the beginning and we're talking about it. And at, at the end of the conversation, the thing that I still can't really, excuse me, wrap my head around is, so the way that he found this guy is he put a, looks like, it looked like a Craigslist ad. You know, do you have a secret that you want to tell a friend? or I don't know if you remember that part at the very beginning. Like, I think he that's how we... Sorry, you, you cut out for a second. He put, a, he put up a Craigslist ad. Yeah, yeah, something like to that. To find the guy. Presumably to find the person in the second episode as well. But I, I think it's perfect because you get the right kind of weirdo to respond to a Craigslist ad. Like you, The guy was very... He was very socially <laughs> awkward. The friend that he was revealing the secret to was definitely on the spectrum. Like she was not saying there's anything wrong you with that, but so. <laughs> oh, a hundred, the, the, the blog, the, the girl, the blog. Yes. She couldn't shut up when she met the other girl <laughs> in the park. That was the actress that ultimately played her. I, f- I feel like if you can't shut up, that means you're probably not on the spectrum. You're just sort of, Oh man, I don't know. She was just very, anyway. and, and very nervous. Anyway, it, it, my point is, and I want to get your thoughts on this. If the guy, so if I answered that ad, the guy walks into my house as as Nathan did, says, hey, here's kind of what we're doing. It's a sociological experiment is basically what it is. Sure, sure. P.S. A week ago, I had some people come into your house <laughs> and videotape the entire house so that I could build a replica of your house yes. and rehearse this. Co- At that point, how do you not say, I'd get the out. fuck out? Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, how does this guy, I mean... I, I will say, if he's like, this is going to be a show on HBO. I, I mean, obviously, there are conversations that are off screen. I mean, of course. Probably. I mean, they're definitely producers. I don't know how big the crew is. It feels like when he's interacting with them, it's pretty small. It's probably just the cameras, him and like maybe a producer. Or and again, watch the credits. He does a lot of the stuff. Now, if you keep watching the credits, yeah, there's associate producers and all that stuff. But. I think he's the face but of I mean, all of it. I'm saying, yeah, I'm sure he's the main contact. There's obviously a camera person or two. Um, of course. And then there's probably like somebody, the producer, in this case, the producer being the person like setting up all the stuff, like making calls, that sort of thing. Yeah. Producing it. Not like money producer, I guess my point is. Right. Um, I mean, they may fund it as well. But um, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, if motherfucker told me. <laughs> I sent some people over, faked a gas leak. We scanned your apartment, and now I've built an exact replica so I could <laughs> maintain this com- or I can uh, rehearse this conversation. I will say the only thing is, Core uh, was nervous and he was going through this process, so maybe it didn't seem quite as odd to him that someone else would do the same thing to have a conversation with him. Okay, but upon reflection that evening as he lays down to sleep <laughs> before his soon to be daily walks with Nathan, you think you'd be like, you know what? This is a little fucked up. Maybe I shouldn't do this after all. It's almost like a, and, and didn't, seem to, didn't seem to phase him at all <laughs> again, because he's a very unusual dude for sure. Um, but when, you know, all the way down to when the actual night happened, when he had, when he was at the real bar and he was telling his friend this secret, it, it, it had a real, like candid, uh, this is, you have to be at least 40 years old to get this reference, but it had a real candid camera feel to it where it's like, you know, the pressure's on. You've gone through hours and days and perhaps weeks of rehearsal. You know, this guy has spent a quarter million dollars. You better fucking tell her Did this he thing. Did say a quarter million dollars or are you just speculating? I'm making that, that up. But to, to bring that, I mean, 
You got to hire the union guys to build the set. You got to all that that shit, props and everything. I cannot believe they built the house and the bar. You got to rent out. Yeah, you got to rent out the the giant space on probably somewhere in Brooklyn. That ain't like everything. And, And then not to mention paying all those actors for hours and hours of rehearsal <laughs> it's i i oh, gotta man, go with a quarter million so for that episode um yeah oh easily but yeah it's just i would think and then like it it seemed like the next day or with, within a week of first meeting core they go and shoot guns like it would just it's it all seemed very odd to me i, I there's so many like awesome asides though he's like i loaded the shotguns with blanks yeah, so, so we both see him inept at shooting skeets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Jesus but the funny thing about that is, I mean, I, you know, the odds are very, very slim. But I had that same thought, too. Like, what if Core is actually crazy? Like, that's a good reason to load him with blanks, too, because he could just turn to his side and shoot the guy. <laughs> Again, very unlikely to happen. But when he said the blanks thing, I was like, oh, okay, that's good. I feel a little better about yeah, that. Yeah, smart move. But... Like, even in that car ride, because they went to the upstate of New York, I think is what he said, which is not a short drive from Brooklyn. So he's sitting in the car with this guy that he just met and just acknowledged (laughs) that he went into his apartment and recreated it for hours. You get upstate in like an hour and a half or something. No. You're going upstate. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No, you cannot. You yes, cannot you get in. Okay, what do you consider the upstate? You, you can go from Brooklyn to uh, the Hudson River Valley in like an hour. Okay, it takes you two hours to get to Albany. That's mid-state. You can't get to the fucking upstate in an hour and a half. You're fucking wrong. Go ahead, Google map it while okay. you're not listening. Everybody Google calls upstate basically the whole fucking state outside of New York City. That's no, upstate they don't. New York. No, yes, it isn't. They do. No, it isn't. Yes, they do. Jersey City, that's the upstate right across the bridge. That's a that's a suburb of New York. Okay, exactly. It's in, but it's, it's north in of the Jersey city. too. True, but it's north of the city. Okay, Westchester. That's not the fucking upstate. That's just it's a it's a it's a suburb of the city, like you said. But people call that upstate. White Plains. Get Jeff. Call Jeff right now. Get Jeff on the phone. He's the only, he's the person we know that's live. Or get get Tom on the phone. He's more likely to be awake. Actually, Tom's less likely to be awake. What am I talking about? I don't know. Even though it's he's an hour 50, behind. 50. It's, a to- it's a coin flip. Seven, what time is it? Eight o'clock for Tom or 11 o'clock for Jeff? Who's more likely so to answer? I Googled, is, is the Hudson Valley upstate? And it says the upper Hudson Valley encompasses many of the counties surrounding Albany. By almost all definitions, yeah, Albany. this area is considered upstate New York. Albany. Okay, do a map quest from Brooklyn, New York to Albany, New York. It will not say 90 fucking minutes. I'm telling you. you I've made that drive. Quest? Yeah, do map quest. I trust map quest more than Google Maps. Shut true up. that, double true. <laughs> I don't care. Do a fucking Waze if, if you want to. We'll wait. Everyone's waiting. This is very important. Right. Right, so it go in. from Hudson, New York, for Brooklyn to Hudson, New York is no. I said Albany. Uh, calm the fuck down. It's two hours to Hudson, New York. So, thank you. Ninety minutes, my dick. Albany is another half hour, so probably three. There you hours. go. Love it. Love I it. Yes. But I'm saying you could. People would call a shorter distance. 
My point is this. Upstate. It's a couple hours each way. Nathan sat in the car with this guy and had intentional awkward moments where I think he like touched his shoulder. I don't remember exactly what it was or he touched his hand or something. He did like this guy's already uncomfortable all the time and Nathan was doing things to make him more uncomfortable. Um, And then the other thing that that I wanted to mention is the, the, I can't think of the right term, but how upset he got at the concept of potentially losing trivia versus achieving the objective <laughs> was insane in my mind. I'm like, bro, it's, it seems like this guy plays two, three times a week at a minimum. And he's worried about losing one night of trivia. Like there's some ongoing tally or record keeper that it would like, you know, mess up his record or something. It was a very bizarre, very bizarre guy. He's a weird guy. So, one final question on episode one, then we can talk briefly about episode two if you'd like. At the very, very end of episode one, he admits to Core, or at least it seems that he's admitting to Core, that he dropped hints on the answers to some of the questions. And then... Yes, with Core, Core pretends they do a, like he's, he doesn't They know. do a quick costume change, and it's the guy that was playing Core when they show the person he was talking to. So my question is, do you think that Nathan actually admitted to Core that he told him the answers? Or do you think that yeah. no, he definitely it was did. just the rehearsal? Okay, Because when he's talking to the, the actor who's playing Core, he's like, he says that and he says something. And he's like, that's fucked up, man. Because the actor yeah. says that to him. The actor says so that. So that's, yeah. that's him. That's rehearsing uh, the bad reaction. Nathan rehearsing having that awkward conversation. Correct. Uh, Core was much more like, well. Yeah, that makes. I mean, everything was kind of like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Core was. You know what a, I mean? He didn't. He didn't have a lot of strong reactions to anything. Yeah, he was a bundle of emotions. That's for sure. I do like the actor being like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the other the other cool thing about that, and then we'll move on to episode two, is that Nathan even made Core rehearse the aftermath in his fake house, like how he would go to sleep that night if things had gone well, and how he would go to sleep that night. If yeah. things had gone poorly. I mean, the whole the whole like strength of this show is the uh, the minute details and the sort of exacting yes like lengths he will go to follow through with this completely absurd premise. Yes, I don't disagree. Okay, so with that in mind, let's move on to the second episode, which takes place somewhere near your old stomping grounds. I think in the Portland. Great Northwest. Well, I think the woman is from Portland. I think the house she is. that she's staying in is is in the suburbs, slightly or towards the, yeah. the towards the gorge the or something. That's that's the vibe yeah, yeah. I got. But yeah, I agree. It even says it doesn't say Portland, you, but it's clearly Portland. Do you remember what her name was? I don't recall what her name was. I don't remember what her name was. Anna, maybe I don't uh, know. I'm let's see. It, it says an Oregon woman. I can't wait for next week's episode. I'm so excited. So while Todd's um, looking that up, the premise on this Angela, one. Sorry. Angela. Okay, so I was close. Angela. Yeah. Go ahead. So Angela is a 44-year-old woman who uh, thinks she may want to have children, but she's unsure about the commitment and wants to basically practice being a parent from infant through basically adulthood if we're calling adult 18 yeah so 18, i think yeah. they i think um 
he sets it up so that she will be taking care of a child played by different actors because he's like Oregon labor law will only allow us four hours at a time. Uh, yeah. Four hours at a time. God, there's so many fucking funny moments in the show. Uh, and uh, I think he they age like in increments of three months up to like a year and then they go like three years. And then it's years, three years. years yeah, nine, it's three years after that. 12, 15, 18. Uh, and I think we made it through maybe the first, like up to a one-year-old, probably not even that long in the first I don't even think that long. Yeah. Is sort of to be continued. Yeah. The kid wasn't but, even crawling uh, or walking, so I don't think it's even a one-year-old at this point. Like so a couple of, so they have, as we mentioned, it's in Oregon. He says, he says in the narration that, the babies can only work for four hours a time at a time. Uh, they, at nighttime, they have a, a robotic baby, and they hire a quote unquote night owl, to, a local guy, to listen to a baby monitor and press a cry button whenever an actual baby cries. This is a baby. I think that's pretty cool, though. Jamie and I talked about that. It's pretty cool. They actually, he's yeah, like you said, he's monitoring a real baby. And whenever that baby cries, that's when the fake baby cries, which I think is I'm cool. laughing about the night owl because the, first, the night owl falls asleep immediately. The first Within 15 the minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah. So they do that for a while. But the best part of this episode, uh, this woman also clearly fucking insane. Uh, She's nuts. Sorry. One more thing before we get to my favorite part or the guest yes. uh, is the parents. Like, why the fuck would you do this? I, I mean... I'm oh, guessing they're getting paid good money, but like, no way would I let these fucking maniacs hang out with my kids for. Uns- I mean, they could, they watch them on a video monitor. They're not like. Of course, they're monitored twenty four seven. But and the parents are watching twenty four seven as well. It's insane. Well, I say twenty four seven. The parents are watching for their four hour shift <laughs> until they have to tag in the next baby. But the funniest part it was at the very beginning of the early on the episode is. They have the kids, you know, taking, I guess, like an afternoon nap in the crib. And they show their producers running in a different baby to switch out because the four <laughs> hours had lapsed. It's like, we got to get them out they of there show, quick. They show the, the woman, Angela, not even sort of noticing that it's a different child or being yeah. concerned that it's a different child. I couldn't tell which it uh, was. I don't think it really matters. But yeah. That was so part of part of Angela's quest to hey, Angela. a parent is to find a, a partner. So she goes on some Tinder dates. Turns out she's a big jesus freak like huge holy yeah, roller huge. they show her what i assume is that a uh, a food cart pod in portland she's talking to yeah. one dude talking about <laughs> the bible Who, by the way by the way see. look like the fatter older brother that you never had that was my thought when i first saw the guy oh, i thought you're gonna say looked like me but yeah um that is what i'm saying without brother. saying it yes correct um and correct <laughs> she starts talking about the bible and the guy you can just like see he's the like, life drain huh. from his eyes and yeah. he's just staring off into space she's going on and on about how she's saved and he's like uh-huh uh-huh God. just but eating his taco the best part the best part is by far she meets on tinder she meets up with this fellow named robin <laughs> who, who he's who a shares trip. her love of jesus although i think he basically just wants to have sex with her i mean clearly um some, some great moments from Robin. Uh, he crashed his Scion, uh, nearly died. That's how he became a Jesus At 100 miles an hour. Yes. He says Which he mentions like 20 times in the episode. At least 10 times. 
And by the way, the Scion T9, like he, he says the specific model. Yeah, he says what Like that's his thing. He says car. it the same way every time. I crash my, crash my Scion T90 going 100 miles an hour. And that's when I found Jesus or whatever. Oh, my God. So good. Uh, some other great Robin lines. You got, you got a lot of mattresses in here. Yeah, I got to get rid of those. He has like four mattresses. Yeah, in his, in his room. His two-bedroom <laughs> apartment that he shares with a, a friend, reportedly. Yeah. Although they're his, not too friendly his, with each his other. His roommate I, reminds me of what I imagine your roommate to be like uh, when you lived in Los Angeles. Uh, oh, he starts yelling at Steve. him about being a Jesus freak. <laughs> Although you would be, you would be the roommate in this scenario. I'd be the roommate yelling at him about being a crazy nut. Yeah, could be. And thought about that, but yeah, that's a good point. Um, other great quotes. Uh, Don't you need a license plate? Nah, nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, his car didn't have a. Li- his car and, has and, and, a license plate. Does this does Oregon the, have the uh, front and the back? I couldn't remember. <laughs> yes, you have to have both. Okay, so it could have been on the front, but yeah, you could clearly see the back did not have a license plate. Nah, we're good. Do you need me to drive? Uh, nah, also, man, I'm good. I get high scene, and drive all the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He had been smoking weed, and Nathan asks him if he needs him to drive. He's like, nah, nah, I smoke and drive all the time. Next scene, uh, Nathan's driving, by the way. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that. Other, other classic moments, uh, She uh, Angela asks Robin, like, so are you? do you believe in um, sex before marriage? And he's like... <laughs> He has the longest pause of like 30 seconds without saying he's like, well, uh, I mean, I, I do have sexual relations. Yeah. He's like, well, she's yeah. Basi- she's basically like, well, that's not going to happen with us. And he's like, I mean, it could or something like, I don't know what he says, but he's like, he's like, I don't see why not. Yeah. It was, it was, he was baffled that she would not want it again. To your point, he clearly matched because he's like, I'm going to get some pussy tonight. And everything she's saying is anti that. And he's very confused by the whole situation. Oh, and then speaking of that, when they're in his apartment, he's kind of packing his bag. Nathan's like, do you have any condoms? He's like, nah, I don't wear those. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, dude, Christ. come on, man. This is, this is not My happening. He's like, how much stuff did he put in his bag? <laughs> like he, he was ready pills? to move into that. House. Yeah. He put he's all like sorts of shit everything. in there. That was very so bizarre. Presumably, he's going over to spend the night in separate bedrooms. I think with Angela. Yes, um, correct. To to see if he's a good match for a co-parent. Uh, Robin makes it what seems like twenty minutes, a couple hours of listening to the fake baby cry, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." <laughs> well, the funniest part is before they showed him going into her room and saying, "Yeah, I'm leaving." Like he, he she asked him to wake up with the baby once. She asked him to wake up with the baby a second time. And then the next scene is him packing his bags. <laughs> and I told Jamie, I was like, I knew that was coming. And then he walks in and she goes, is that your bag? And he goes, yeah. Are you leaving? Yeah, I'm out of here. Are you leaving? Angela's, poor Angela. So naive. Guy clearly only wants to sleep with you. And is yeah. like out the door in a minute with just like a fake baby crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, again, back to the parents of the real children. Um, yeah. Nathan calls one of them up, says, you know, we're going to bring in this guy that Angela's thinking about having a relationship, yeah. co-parent. She's like, Are you cool with, with us it. having? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I'm like, again, I know there's some safety protocols sure. in place, but no fucking way. Are you kidding me? Some other just rando. It's going to be like or, hanging out with my infant child. Or if I said yes, and then, you know, my shift, my, my, my kid's shift was coming up. And I'm watching the monitor and I'm watching this guy smoke weed, 
not have a license plate, get in a fight with his roommate for no reason. I think they only They may not have. They may not have. But I feel like that sort of thing would need to be disclosed. background on No. Dear Robin. No. Because they definitely would have been like, no fucking way is this doofus anywhere near my child. Yeah, of course not. Um, But yeah, that that was great. And then the big twist at the end. I don't remember the big twist at the end. (laughs) No, he sits, Nathan sits down with Angela and says, well, Oh yes. It didn't work out, but I'm a guy of a certain age. I've been married and divorced. I have no kids. I've always wondered if I should have been been married and divorced. He does. And I looked up on Wikipedia. Uh, I've been married and divorced. (laughs) I have no kids. It's something I've always wondered. He said, I know there, you know, there's like a, there's like a power, a weird power dynamic here by me asking you this, but would you be willing to allow me to be the guy? Who stays yes, in the he, other will, room. he will be the co-parent. So, yeah, that's how the episode ends, is him walking into the house. Yeah. One other thing we did not mention about Robin was his uh, fondness for numerology. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he sees numbers everywhere. We were driving. I saw the 88 come up. <laughs> 88 is a special number. I think he it's says that, why, but it never makes sense. I know nothing about numerology. I think it's all bullshit and hogwash. But it was always it paired. Is. It was always paired numbers: sixty-six, fifty-five, forty-four. Like everything was just a paired number. And I don't know if that's special to numerology in general or just to him and his I, beliefs. I mean, I think numerology. the guy was high on multiple substances the entire episode. The whole time, he must that's have very been. possible. Yeah, that's very possible. Um, so yeah, so the reason I think that you know I said you said oh there's a multi-part thing. I think it could be many many episodes is because. If, she, if, if the idea is for her to stay there long enough to see this kid go into teenage years, unless they're just really quick and kind of plowing through them, I think this could be, this could literally be the rest of the season. This could be at least several more episodes if now that yeah, he's I, in the I mix. I'd be surprised if it were more than three a three-episode arc, but I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess if it were just this story, why would they have other ones? You know what I mean? Sure. Why would the season have started with a different one? Well, maybe uh, because, oh. hang on, hang on. I can answer that question. Because HBO's like, I'm sorry, that first episode cost how much? All right, why don't you do one other thing and just spread it into many episodes? Because what he's doing now is far cheaper. He's not replicating. Although, by the way, he moved the entire fucking uh, bar to Portland. <laughs> to Oregon. From I, New York. My fr- I was talking to my friend. He's like, all that for the throwaway line of basically saying, I moved it to, to Oregon yeah. and it didn't quite fit, so we had to cut out part So we had to cut out the corner. <laughs> but now he's in a new giant that studio. That's where his like offices are. grand just to move that I, I, That's what I said to Jamie. I was like, you have to break it all down. You have to load it into a truck. Like, uh, and uh, who cares about the so minutiae of that? But those are the things that just I think about when I hear that sort of thing. And you're right. It's all for... He said he hangs out there sometimes. Okay. You don't need yeah, to. He went there. He went there. <laughs> you could have Uber eaten a, a fucking lunch and done the same thing as opposed to sitting in this complete perfect replica, which was rebuilt. That's just, that's ridiculous. The whole thing is insane. Um, so yeah, it's just, a, it's a very unusual yeah, show. There will be six episodes of the show. Okay. The first season. Okay. Very cool. I would not at all be surprised if the next four are just him and this and, and Angela. Because she's comedy gold too. I mean the guy was hilarious, but she's um 
Yeah, she's she's wackadoodle, man. I don't know how at 44 you're still like, I don't know. I'm on the fence about this. I mean, those eggs are drying up quick. I mean, she could adopt someone. I think she even mentioned that she would be willing to adopt a kid. So you may be right. I'm looking at some of the uh, episode titles. I think this may, this arc may follow the rest. They may follow this arc for the rest of the season. Okay. Spoiler for me. Look at that. What do you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, again, recommended. Like I said, I recommended it to my coworker. I said she should watch it I was just because I wanted to talk about I mean, I knew we were going to talk about it tonight, but I wanted to talk about it with someone else as well just to get their opinion oh on God. what the hell they thought about it. the show. I could tell. It's, I could it's tell hard you. for me because, well, I enjoyed it more talking to my friend about it because it's one of those shows like I watched it by myself, so I thought it was funny, but I, it's hard for me to know how funny things are when I'm watching it by myself because I, I'm not right. like a laugh out loud person most of the time. You're a movie theater Especially, guy. This show is like a subtle, subtle humor. So like yeah. things that I was, you know, I thought was worth sort all of funny, but then sure. like recapping it, I was like, oh yeah, that was fucking hilarious. That yeah. Robin guy. <laughs> yeah. He's a kook. He's a kook. That's for sure. All right. So we'll look forward to that. We'll continue to uh, update you guys on, uh, and gals on upcoming episodes with what's happening with the, uh, the rehearsal. But again, check it out for yourselves on HBO Max. It's streaming there live. Live. No, it's not. It's streaming there now, um, the first two episodes. And then, as Todd said, apparently they are released on Sunday eve, uh, Sunday evenings at 11 p.m. EST. So go find it, love it, enjoy it. One of the. Watch uh, it again. Right now? Yeah. No, not right now. Great. After this. Okay, good. Um, one of the ads that... to listen to while I'm talking to you. Yeah, of course. One of the ads that played before the second episode aired was the uh, House of Dragons uh, oh, the preview. Trailer. Yeah, the two minute and 15 second trailer. I don't know what I think What'd about you it. What do you think? I don't know. Looks what good. are your thoughts? What do you, mean you, you don't know what you think I about mean, it? look it. I'm obviously going to watch at least the first couple episodes, probably. I just, I feel like, and we knew this several years ago after Game of Thrones ended, we knew that they were going to focus in on one of the families. It was going to be a prequel of sorts several hundred years before. I think all of that is true. But I, I feel like one of the things it was... 300 years before. There you go. One of the things that was so intriguing right. about Game of Thrones is that you had all this shit going on in all these different places. And sure, it was hard to follow sometimes, but you could literally map it out. And that's what podcasts, you know, post-episode podcasts and post-episode shows, even for a while there on HBO, were for, was to explain all of that and explain the universe. I feel like if we're just following one family and one storyline, it might not be as intriguing to expand the world. I mean, all those other world families presumably intersect. still exist. I mean, of they course might they not do. Inter- they might not intersect... They, I mean, if you think about like the first year, the first season, it was mostly about the uh, the Starks, the Starks. I mean, they had the the Lannisters and uh, the Targaryens a little bit, but like there was no Dorne, there was no um, I don't know a bunch of there or they the other people were mentioned sort of in passing, but you didn't know what they were. You got to like 
start somewhere and then you can expand out. Now, since this is a prequel, we know about those other families more. I mean, obviously readers of the book knew about them, so they were waiting for them to come into play. But yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think that'll detract from I mean, it, it might help to sort of focus the uh, attention of the show rather than like it could. having five different families all over the place. It could. Yeah, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. I The other thing, and I was talking with my, my same coworker friend that I was mentioning to you that I, I said, I su- suggested she watch the rehearsal. And I said, and she said, and I agree with it, I, I just worry that the bar is so high from Game of Thrones, and it's unfair to go into House of Dragons knowing that, but I, I'm going to, that it better be damn good out of the gate or I might not, like, stick with it you know it's got a really i mean i don't think that's going to be a problem i supposedly they had like a couple other shows they had one that was in development for a while that they just scrapped scrapped yeah they decided did yeah this they had a couple the show they were going to make so they clearly and that's think fine they think it's the best of the while. bunch of course so i'm, I'm looking saying. at the cast and they're like there are some lannisters there's some valerians who were, I guess, they live with yeah. the Targaryens. Yeah. Valerian um, Steel. There's some, peop- there's some people from Dorne. But uh, it seems, correct me if I'm wrong, it seems that the main conflict... Yeah, the main story arc right now is is sort of... Uh, I mean, what I gathered from the trailer, there's a, a woman who's going to be the ruler of... Uh, I think it's a brother-sister struggle targaryen family like she i think is the next in line but there's a controversy about having a woman on the throne and then there's another woman who could also gain power and then a a male as well i mean i'm obviously oversimplifying from watching the trailer once but there's several people battling for the iron throne even even 300 years prior but we know 300 years in the future from when this would takes place that still at that point no woman had sat on the Iron Throne. So spoiler alert, Do we? bad news, yes, bad news for the whoever the female presumably protagonist is. Is that true? Oh boy, Todd's question. Yes, because it was a giant deal when, what's her name, the Lannister broad finally got to sit on the Iron Throne. She, she was, was the first Lannister. woman. Oh, yeah, she whoever. was Lannister. She was Lannister. Remember, she was banging her brother, Jamie Lannister. I forget her name at the exact moment, but she's the first official. Cersei was the first official Cersei. female queen of the Seven Kingdoms, but that doesn't necessarily mean she was the first to sit on the. I'm just telling you, that's my recollection. Also, we are not qualified to start having deep conversations about Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. It's way too far in my distant memory, and I never knew enough to begin with to so intelligently according do a to this thing that I'm reading, says no queen has ever ruled the seven realms of Westeros. That doesn't mean she hasn't sat on. Oh, it says with the history of no woman having ever sat on the Iron Throne. Thank you. That's all you needed to read. Next question. Next topic. Todd's baffled. 
I think that's prior to this story, though. <clears throat> I'm just telling you, it doesn't really matter. I was just saying that I don't think that whoever that female character is in House of Dragons, I don't think she makes it to the Iron Throne. But we shall see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, they'll rewrite I history. Think, I don't think that's... The fuck do I know? I don't think that's... Um, assumed to uh, no one has ever sat like before the game of thrones Cersei. yeah but i don't know who cares it's no one be interesting people gonna get killed so the one thing i did not see do you know when that starts uh i think it starts probably the on the finale of the rehearsal it's like august oh it's that soon i didn't realize it's that. like august oh 21st so the August 21st. That's okay. weird. The season finale is on... I thought it said it was on, like, the 19th. That can't be right. Because this has to be a Sunday night show, right? I mean, all the all the this giant says, hits are. This says August 19th is the final episode of the rehearsal. That's, That's a Friday. Showing... Oh, is it? August 19th is a Friday. The 21st is a Sunday. Oh, right, right. Okay. That makes sense. So they just moved it back a couple of days. It's a Friday, a great night for watching TV. But again, no one's watching it like that. They're wa- they're streaming it at some point in the future. So after it originally airs, I mean, most people, some people might watch it live. I don't know. Word. I don't know. Not me. I mean, the good thing about HBO Max is once the time hits, you can start it anytime right after that. That's like right. You can start it at the exact same time, or you can wait three minutes and still watch the whole thing. I think you could start it like at the same time and fast forward to the end if you wanted to like spoil it for people watching. I heard that. Maybe you and I talked about that. I did hear that. Like once it's available, it's the whole thing's available. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's I think you know, like, why playing in real time. Because they're dickheads? I don't know. Particularly with, with Game if, of Thrones. If you're watching Game of Thrones when it actually or House of Dragon, when it actually comes out are you right. reading Twitter for spoilers at the same time? It's a show you have to at least pay a little attention to. Like, why don't you just fucking watch it? No, no one's reading Twitter intentionally for that, but people are reading Twitter while they're watching shows. People do that all the time. And that's where you yeah, fuck I, people over by doing that. Again, I I'm not the type of person. You're if not you're worried play. about spoilers, just fucking watch it when it comes on and turn off yeah. your phone for an hour. Go dark. Social media dark. I do it all the time during sporting events. All the time. <laughs> that, are, that are four weeks old. No, I, I mostly mean like football games. No, no. I'll just go, I'll go dark because I'm on a 45 minute delay or basketball games with my team's involved. Um, anyway, so that's something to look forward to. Um, big, uh, big stuff happening at the end of the summer on, on HBO. Um, I know I've asked you this before, at least I think I have. Do you have Apple TV Plus? Yes. Have you watched Severance? Yes, I've told you you should watch it. You told me I should watch it. Okay. All right. I just, another another coworker of Jamie's suggested to her. Best show of the year. Really? I'm going to say that before I watch the Game of Thrones. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Directed by... Ben Stiller, interestingly. Yeah, Not really. Not a comedy a... show. Apparently he's like a real auteur. 
I know. Adam Scott, comedic actor. Starring in a non-comedy show. I mean, People it, have range, man. It's kind of a dark comedy, I would say. Sure. It has some comedic moments. It's so good. Oof. Yeah, I heard a podcast with the, the, the Siren Live podcast I've mentioned to you. And they had Ben Stiller, and he talked about it quite a bit. So, um, yeah, interesting. Once I get access to Apple TV Plus, I will. That'll be the first thing I watch, and then Ted Lasso because everyone raves about Ted Lasso as well. Ted Lasso is really good. Completely different kind of show. Totally different uh, show. If you're gonna watch, if you're gonna get Apple TV Plus, you should also watch uh, Slow Horses. Really Slow good. Horses. Yes, it's about a. A like glue factory? Of, no, a group of uh, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Horses? No, um, kind of like handicapped children. Discarded spies, spies that Whoa. have been shamed. Basically, they're they're all sort of segregated into this separate area because they've done poorly in something or they're bad. From gotcha. Mi six. Really good. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. By the way, since you mentioned that, do you remember in our youth a little book that we had called The Spy's Handbook? Oh, boy. Todd's dropping. He's getting lower, folks. He couldn't stand the whole show. Didn't think he'd be able to. Surprised he lasted as long as he did. And we're down. I could stand the whole show. I just uh, had been standing up for... 20 minutes before I started talking to you. I was I see. ready to sit down. Uh, the, yeah, I definitely remember the spy thing. Why, do you have it? I don't I don't know what happened to it. I don't have it. Um, I haven't seen it in probably 25 years. Here's my question for you. I looked it up actually one time, and I think you could, at that point, you could buy it on Amazon or something, but I don't know. So I looked it up I as well. It's called The Spy's Guidebook. You could be right about that. And I... The, I remember our cover being red, but I saw it in yes. a yellow hardcover. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. I could have sworn it was red, but everyone I looked up and saw was either yellow or there's like a green or a blue color as well. And so maybe just in you know in, in future iterations of it, they didn't make it in red, but I'm glad to hear you say that. I thought I was losing my mind. I thought no, about it a couple weeks ago. Red. Yeah, I mean, I okay. see it. It's on Amazon. Oh, wait, there's a red version. Yeah, that's the one I had. Hardcover from 1978. I don't know if ours was that edition. Holy shit, this person. I mean, it's one of those Amazon sellers. They're trying to sell it for $124. Ain't nobody paying that because I think you can get a copy for Feels like high. 20 a bucks. paperback for like $5. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't see the paperback. Every one that I looked up was... was I mean, I think they also have other... Yeah, there's a paperback... Um, it says ages eight to Writer. ten years. That tracks. Um, I believe this is the same thing. That one's thirty dollars for the paperback, but I just yeah, I, I love that I, book. I remember there are all kinds of like stupid things in it. Yeah, I don't remember even why it came to my mind, but I started thinking about it. I was like, I, I, I thought that too. I was like, I fucking love that book. I don't remember anything that was in it. I feel like there was a section. It, like, taught you how to look around the corner. Like, it's just really... Because it was for kids. Like, it was obviously written yeah, for yeah. kids. Yeah, So, I remember a couple of things. They had ways to disguise yourself. They said you could put soap on your eyebrows to make them disappear, which I definitely tried. Does not work. Mm. Um, 
cut your fingernails in unusual shapes and they had them like pointy, <laughs> like sort of triangle tipped. Sure. Um, they definitely had some things on how to make like use eyeshadow to make it look like you had a black eye. Some other, there's a lot of like disguise things. Incognito stuff. Was super cool. Yeah. I can't really remember what else is in there. I mean, I felt like it had like, oh, we'll look at the number of pages, but it seemed to me like there was maybe like 400 pages in it. I'm certain it was not that many. I mean, it was a, it wasn't, it was a small book. Let's see what this It was says. small. It was, it was relatively thick, but no way it was 400 pages, like maybe 120, 150 at most, which really makes me think like, what the hell else was in there? <laughs> it the one of the other descriptions on Amazon says it has disguise and makeup and spies guidebook contains activities, puzzles and problems to solve for all budding secret agents. Mm-hmm. Lots of ideas to help improve sky skill spy skills, like you were mentioning looking around the corner, probably with a mirror. Yes. Of course. Detective's handbook shows how to be a detective with this humorous book, contains crimes and mysteries to solve. For all enthusiastic young detectives. This says it has 192 pages, this edition. There you go. Printed in 91. And it lists it as four and a half inches wide and seven and three quarters inches tall. So, See, that seems even bigger. Than, I literally think it was like a handbook. Like you could stick it in a, a jacket pocket. Well, I, like it was I very it compact. Sort of that size that like half, maybe not too dissimilar from this notebook. Maybe a little shorter. Oh, okay. But it's, this shorter. one says it's only a half inch thick. Ours was definitely thicker. Than, I remember yeah. it being like this thick. Like it was at least an inch, inch and thick. a half. Yeah. What but are some other books memory, from your youth? <laughs> my memories. That you recall. The, uh, the most sharp on these guys. Uh, the, I definitely want to get a copy of it, though. If I can find one for $10 or less, I'll buy it. I, uh... I think now that I think about it, it came up because I was talking to perhaps the same. Co- I was talking to a coworker about, like, just the. I was talking about that we were, were thinking about getting a, a bookshelf for, for Isla because she has a little collection of books. Spy. She wants to be a spy. She has a little collection of books, and it's only going to grow. And you know, we want to have a place to, to store them. They're just kind of stacked up in various places in her room right now. And I said, I had a giant, not a giant bookshelf, but I had a, a three-level bookshelf in my room until Ooh, I was fancy shut up until I was a teenager and even in college children's books and it was filled with books that I got from a troll book order that's correct like 101 dog jokes and books that I never even cracked open ultimately um, and I said at some point you know I kind of explained the situation with our, our, our parents and I was like at some point my dad when he was moving from Columbia to Charleston I think he just gave them all away and I said, the thing that upset me more than anything is, is that in several of those books, I'd stored cash like I had money in some of those books. And it was just gone. Like it was uh, one day the books were just not there anymore. So that was a little upsetting. I'm sure he mentioned that he was getting rid of them. Eh, actually, I take that back. I'm not sure. But I know at one point mentioned. I know at one point I came home on a weekend to kind of clean out the stuff that I needed or wanted to keep or whatever. And I was you able to get a bunch of stuff cash in your books. I, that didn't cross my mind at the time. I just looked at the bookshelf and I was like, eh, I'm never going to read these again. I did get the Berenstain bear books, but aside from that, everything was kind of left behind. 
Oh, man. Sorry. At later editions of the Spy's Guidebook include a multimedia CD-ROM. See, too much. I prefer old school. This new edition includes a CD-ROM encoder, which would be which would be spies can use to create uncrackable codes to send to fellow agents. I like that. I like that too. Quick question. Do you have anything in your house where you can put a CD in? I actually do. I have a, an older computer with a, C, a DVD. Your daughter's drive. computer? No, my computer. Oh, okay. An old Mac. I mean, I do, I do too, but I know a lot of people do not. That's why I was asking. The computer just before the one I'm using right now, as a matter of fact, had a CD drive. Has a CD drive, I should say. That's how I'm able to uh, load songs onto my MP3 player that I use while running. But in any event. Um, <clears throat> top of the hour. On the recording, anyway. I don't know where. I don't know what time it is where you are listening. And it's not top of the hour for us. It's actually bottom That's, of the hour. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not top of the hour. One hour on the recording is what I meant. Um, Todd, we're coming closer to that 200th show. I believe this is 188, 189, something like that. We had discussed doing, revisiting some of the topics from our sesquicentennial show, which yeah, of course is our 150th show. show. Is that still what we're sticking with? I think that's a good idea. Do you Were have you ever? That? You said you do have it somewhere. Ooh. I, I know Sorry. that I have it. Uh, flip through of this guy's guidebook. Future generations of this show, if it were possible, I would just need to disconnect your internet. Because you are not here, ever. You're just fucking doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Just I'm not excited paying attention. about this. You got me remembering That's fine. I'm glad. the key piece of my childhood. Love it. But can you fucking pay attention to what's going on here? Um, okay, so the sesquicentennial shows, now that I look at it, I have my topics. I do not have your topics. I have my 75 topics. And it was on it's on the shared document. Favorite arcade game. I don't know we're talking about that. Interesting. I must have it somewhere. Hold on. Yeah, I I I, I would assume you do. But I think that was kind of the point, is we weren't sharing it with each other so that we could like rehearse, if you will, things to talk about. We kept them kind of separate. I'm sure I have it somewhere. Okay. Well, I'll have to look. Just start thinking about it. Oh, it might That's be in cool. my uh, notes app. That seems there you go. possible. That 200th episode will be here before you know it. So. And I think, unlike the, uh, the 150th episodes, which, as I mentioned, broke up into like a four part show, I think the 200th, we should just power through and do the whole thing in a five or six hour sitting. Think people listen Do you to remember the date five or six on that? Long. Uh, it was September. Do you have a date? September 21? September of 2021, yes. Let me, I just closed it, but let me reopen and give you an exact date. We started recording those shows on September 15th. And it lasted a month. Todd's making yeah, a face as though that doesn't help. 
Yeah, just look it up. I mean, worst case, and this would be worst case for you, you could listen to the shows. Oh, I found it. Okay. How many topics? 75? 75 each for 150 total. Yes. Where do Spider-Man's webs come from? Number two. His penis. Everybody knows that. And it runs up his arm, baby. All right. So that's upcoming, by the way, for the listening Why audience. Tuesday, the only day with a number in its name. That was one of your topics? <laughs> yeah. If we spent more than eight seconds on that, I'm disappointed in the <laughs> both of us. <sighs> if it were spelled T-W-O, that's a valid point. But well, That's the way I spelled it in my document, just for fun. Please. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Um. Oh, my number nine was a good one. What's that? Uh, let's see. We have socks and underwear, undershirts, bras. Why is there no head undergarment? I remember. Your head sweats more than anything. I'm pretty sure, as I think Maybe about it now, sweatpants. But that what I would have said is, there actually is a head undergarment. It's not worn by everyone. It's not very popular, but the do rag. You see a lot of yeah, people I wearing think, do-rags. I think actually you did say that. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people wear those. I mean. Certain people do. I don't. They seem to be popular, more popular in the African-American community. I, yeah, I don't see any white dudes or Asian dudes. Unless you consider a do-rag. do-rags. But maybe, like not just know. the tight one. Like you could do like the, like the, what the, you know, motorcycle the, riders the do that are wearing helmets. The bandana tied on oh, the head. I, that counts. How do you see? Do you ever see anyone working out with a fucking bandana on their head? No. So you're exactly. asking this in terms of working out. Well, I I, I posed it in the idea that it's it's a sweaty catching thing. sweat. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I know we have headbands, but there's they're more of a fashion statement than I mean. I well, know head- they serve dual purpose, but. Yeah, I think the main purpose of the headband Caruso. is to keep sweat out of your eyes. Yeah, Caruso. Where's the headband? Alex Caruso. Oh, Alex. I, <laughs> I thought you meant David Caruso, the actor from <laughs> Wow from uh, CSI Miami. <laughs> CSI I was like, Miami. I don't think also, he wears. Also on uh, he was also on NYPD uh, NYPD Blue. Blue, the early seasons. Great show. With Dennis Franz. What's old Denny Franz up to nowadays? Talk about peaking. Did he die? In the 90s. I, did he? I don't think so. I'll be disappointed if Dennis Franz is dead. Just because I didn't know about it. Know what I'm saying? By the way, shout out while both of us probably are looking this up. Um, Dennis Franz is still alive. He's 77 years old. Um, oh, did you see that... Uh Wally from the Beeve died. That's what today. I was about to say. That's exactly what I was about also to say. Also 77. What was also 77. Something? I don't know what his name is, but. Tony Dow. Yeah, Tony Dow. There you go. Wow. Wally Wally. Yeah, that was. By the way, when I saw how, how old he was, I was like, that's it? I mean, leave it to Beaver. Yeah, if you ask me how old, I would, I would assume he was dead. And if you. He basically was the same age as our father, but. If you asked me, yeah, how old he was, I'd be like, I don't know, 95? Yeah. 
at least I mean, I hundred. Guess the Beaver was on in the yeah, it was on in, in the fifties, and he he was a kid. But he was though. a teen, he was like ten year old. Ten, he was a maybe teen. A teen. Uh, he was born in nineteen forty five, so in fifty seven he was twelve. Twelve, yeah. I yeah, guess did the math, no problem. God, Wally. How did we? Why did we watch that show? I remember watching that show. I mean, obviously in syndication, reruns. but yeah, obviously. Um. By the way, Dennis Franz has not made a film Same or appeared in a television body. show. Not only that, has not made a film or appeared in a television show since, since 1998. Good for him. Been retired Jerry for almost... Jerry a- only three years younger than uh, his brother Wally. Still that makes sense. According to the internet. Yeah, Jerry Mathers is killing it. He does the club circuit. Ladies and gentlemen, please back up to the stage. The beef himself, Jerry Mathers. I'm not kidding. I think he does like personal appearances to make a a living. Probably not in clubs because he is in his 70s, as you mentioned. But yeah, anyway, shout out Dennis Franz. Hopefully one day he'll make a return before he kicks the old bucket. Maybe, maybe he's had health issues. I, I'm looking for he's it on Wikipedia. A, I, don't, uh, I don't see anything. No, he was never slight never, of frame. Never the epitome of health. No. But a hell of an actor. That was a great show, man. I loved NYPD Blue. He's also like in uh, see if it's... Die Harder. Yeah, he's in, he's in a bunch of flicks, too. I'm telling you, late 80s, early 90s, he was, uh, he was killing it. It says, at the end of... The show, I assume NYPD Blue, in 2005, Franz retired from acting to focus on his private life. He has told yep. the New York Post he would be interested in returning to acting, acting, acting if given the acting. right opportunity. He and his wife spend their summers in their lake house in northern Idaho. I mean, that's how you want to do it. Why not? <laughs> Can you imagine being fishing on a lake in Idaho and seeing Sipowitz roll Sipowitz. up in a John boat? The fuck you doing? How to how to fish biting today? Hey there, you supposed to be fishing out here? Hey there, John Kelly, Arthur Fancy. I forgot about that. The lieutenant. Man, I need to I need to find this show. By the way, he was the only character who was on all 12, 12 seasons of NYPD Blue. That's crazy. I was on it with Ricky Schroeder. He was on it with everybody. Everybody was on the show. Mark Paul Gossler was on for a couple of years. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that show. I used to watch. It's a watch good show. A lot of it. Yeah. Is it? Quality. Does it still hold up? I wonder if it's streaming. Probably. It's probably on uh, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, along with fucking everything else that's ever been produced. Every MTV show ever. We went back and watched some old Real Worlds, like yeah, the first and second episodes. Seasons on of Real World. Hulu. No, it is on Hulu. Not even Hulu Plus. I may have checked that shit There's out. There's no such thing as Hulu Plus. I thought Hulu Plus had live sports. No, that's Hulu Live TV. Oh, whatever. Has it always been that, or did it used to be Hulu Plus? I know there was a Hulu Plus. Whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't care. It's never been Hulu Plus. There's okay, Hulu, there's ad-free Hulu, and then there's live TV Hulu, which I assume definitely has ads. Gotcha. Um... Yeah, this is uh, this is oh, very I got much another watchable. show for you to watch. Love it. The old man. 
on Hulu. Ye old Jeff man. Bridges as a uh, former spy. Really into the spy shows recently, aren't we, Todd? Dips a little in the middle of the season, but still good. Wait, it's it's called, you said the old man. The old man. I literally thought you said ye old man, and I said ye old man, ye and old you didn't man. blink. So I looked up ye, ye old man, and it was like, <laughs> Google was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Y-E-O-L-D-E. The old man. Okay. So. M-A-N-E. Interesting. Starring Jeff Bridges. Oh, John Lithgow. I've heard about this show, too, actually. What is Pretty this good. on? You say? It's on Hulu. On Hulu. I believe it's an FX show on Hulu. Uh, gotcha. Also, The Bear is good if you're if you're on Hulu. My coworker friend who I was talking to today mentioned The Bear. She said, I need to watch it. I, got I said from the hookups. I said from the ads, it looks like from the trailer, or whatever, it looks like just a story about the back of a house of a restaurant. She's like, well, that's uh, kind where of. it takes place, but that's not the full premise of the show. There's a lot more yeah. to it than that. So. I mean, there is there is a lot of cooking in it, but there's a lot of family drama. I mean, that's fine. There's on. a lot of cooking. I wouldn't be turned off by that alone. No, no. I but I mean, if you enjoy cooking, it it might enhance your enjoyment of the show, but. It's sure. a critically acclaimed show just on its own, I think. Oh, Elias Shawcat from Arrested Development is in The Old Man. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, maybe I won't immediately. Third Rock from the Sun and The Big Lebowski are all getting back together. Yeah. Not back together, but they're in the show together. Right. By the way, never a Third Rock from the Sun fan. I don't know anyone that was. Not a good show. That's streaming. Was it? I don't know. I never watched it. Don't bother. It was not a good show. Trust me. I never watched it either, but I watched enough of it to know. The bits and pieces that I saw. I feel like it was on for a very long time, though. How many seasons? I would guess six seasons. That's my guess. Look it up. It's on Prime Video. Yikes. Third Rock from the Sun. That might might be a... You might have to purchase it. Six seasons, yeah. Nailed it. Didn't even cheat. Could have. Knowing how Sorry, bad you are with searching things. It's not on Prime Video for free. You can pay for it on Prime. Uh, you can watch it on the IFC channel. Ooh. YouTube I have TV, the IFC channel. Fubo I don't TV. have that. I have had that before, but I don't currently. Fubo is what I used to watch illegally downloaded Clemson games sometimes. Not illegally downloaded, but free trials. You understand. You've been down that road. I don't. You don't. Okay. Not for Clemson purposes, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, okay. Any other shows you want to suggest, Todd? Here in the show uh, you suggestion can watch section. Elf on Crackle for free. <laughs> ah! Louie. Guarantee you that show does not hold up. <laughs> you think? A puppet alien who eats cats, not, not uh, going to tickle the old funny bone and... A probably misogynistic alien that I, I don't <laughs> recall, but I'm just assuming. Um, Ooh, 102 episodes. Not enough, if you ask me. Need more Alf. Need more Alf, always. All right. Let's call it. Cell um, is trying to break the door down to get in here for some reason, and I don't know why. 
Probably because my wife's taking a shower. I don't know. We'll see when I get out of here. Um, so yeah, 200th episode coming up. Looking forward to that. Watch the rehearsal. We spent the first 45 minutes of the show talking about it. So for the love of God, Hopefully give it a view. Hopefully you've already watched it. Hopefully you've already seen but it by the time you hear this man, part. Man, that third episode was fucking hilarious. It was amazing. I'm so glad we didn't give away those spoilers that we know about. Um, so yeah, give that a show. Give that a show. Give that a listen. Um, went today and got crumble for the week. Some good selections. Pineapple upside Ooh, down what, cake. What, coconut yeah, cake. Good. Macadamia nut and sea salt toffee were in our four pack. So as soon as I yeah. say goodbye to Todd here, I will be talking with the wife to determine which one we were going to split for dessert. Um, so yeah, some definite good selections there. Actually, I already know we're going to do the pineapple upside down because anytime there's fresh fruit on a cookie, you kind of need to eat it soon. So we're doing that one tonight. So, uh, we'll report next week how that goes. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Crumble, proud sponsor of the show. Uh, they've been in some hot water recently for, um, low wages and other things, but I don't care. They make a damn good cookie. They also sued one of their, one of the early executives went and founded another company that looks exactly like Crumble. I can't remember what it's called in the, in the Salt Lake City area. And so Bumble? Not Bumble. No, that's very different. Don't go to Bumble if you're looking for some sweetness. Wait a minute. I guess you could. hi yo. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anything else, Todd? You want to report to the peeps? Uh, I was just looking through some of my old topics. Some, some real oh. bangers in there. Can't wait. Really looking forward to that. 200. Should I, should I tease one? Yeah, sure. Tease one. So there's a North Dakota and a South Dakota, a North Carolina and South Carolina. There's a West Virginia and Virginia. Why is it not West Virginia and East Virginia? That's the brilliance that you can look forward to on our Bicentennial episode coming up in a month or two, depending. We don't know exactly when, but sometime in October probably. So maybe late September. We'll see. Um, but stay tuned for that. Very excited about that upcoming. Um, but yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, let us know what's going on. Give us some topics maybe that we could talk about. Always open to that. The Bropod Network at gmail.com. The Bropod Network at gmail.com is our email address. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Bro, sorry, oh. the underscore bro underscore pod. I said it wrong. Um, slide into our DMs. Send us pics. Just kidding. Uh, the underscore bro underscore pod. And of course, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you listen to fine podcasts. I would say wherever they're sold, but this shit's free, baby. Just like all the good things in life and all it is. So, um, as always, we appreciate you listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>